Welcome to the coaching practice. I am honored to welcome Dr. Dumisani to this episode. He is an impressive coach. He, amongst all things, he's uh, on the founding board of the International Coach Federation and a whole host of other things that has made this man a legend in the, in the coaching fraternity. So welcome, Dr. Dumisani. Thank you very much for this, Jupi. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So, Dr. Dumisani, one of the first questions I always ask my guests is how they ended up in the coaching space. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, for me, we, we take coaching as if it's a, it's a profession that just started now in the, in, in the recent last 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I think uh, many people have been doing coaching way before it was called that. So it's not uh, Timothy Galway in, in 1974 in his book called uh, The Inner Game of Tennis, or The Inner Game of This and That. Great work that he did in the Inner Game series mm. with the one that's very seminal, The Inner Game of Work. He really launched coaching with uh, positive psychology and non-judgment and working with people, trusting that everyone has uh, power within them. I, my, my grandfather, my uncles and others that come before me who taught me to listen to others first before I, I proffer or give or offer my opinion, supported me to understand the value of coaching. And when in, in about, about 15, 20 years ago, when one trainer identified something when we we're looking at our inner skills, said, you are a natural coach. Hmm. Uh, like, what are you talking about? I, I had no idea what coaching was. I said, this is what you do. You have a way of listening and asking questions that help people find or ignite, it ignites something in, in people that you engage with. Hmm. So from then on, I sought to find out what this coaching was, and then the rest is history. So for me, coaching found me. I didn't find it because that was where I oriented from. And I've attended training courses to become a coach. I'm still training every, every year. I attend at least one training of some sort to become a better coach because you can never say you know it. So I'm always learning to be a, big, a better coach. And the learning is mostly in practice, really. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm so curious. I see here you did your PhD with a focus on human social relationships in an irrigation setting. Could you just sketch what that comprised out of specifically irrigation yeah. I, I, i'm i'm really curious yeah the my phd is uh, in in the it was really it's human behavior human science sciences in human relationships it's development sociology because i started social social anthropology uh the culture of human beings in different parts of the world mm -hmm. sociology relationships and the focus the irrigation was a case study and I started that. I lived in a village on the border of Mozambique and Zimbabwe, where I lived in the village. I was introduced to the headmen and, and the villagers and the Indian irrigation community. Mm -hmm. And I stayed there. I actually had a, a hut. I stayed there, lived there among them sure. for a period of about two, 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 two and a half years, and then wrote up a case study about human relationships and human difference when the scarcity of land, of water, of anything really, resources, mm. what happened to human behavior and human relationships. And 
my my thesis or study or my contribution to the body of knowledge about human relationships was really on what what I called strategic difference, mm-hmm. how we emphasize how different we are from others to leverage uh, our our benefits, let's call it that, from others by heightening how different we are. That's what we see with uh, with racism, with definitions of what beauty is or what the, the advantages of being of being tall or being um, muscular or being this and that, all kinds of things. Human beings heighten and emphasize and point out their differences from others to position themselves against others. And it comes from mainly a, a mindset of of lack or of competition, which is negative competition. Mm. And we need to work towards uh, understanding that we succeed better together. Sure. And when you succeed alone, in, I mean, human life is not a, it's not really a zero sum game. It's, it's about us taking everyone with and being together. We win together. When we heighten only, when I push only my agenda, I've lost already. Mm. And people don't understand that. We need to understand that we succeed when everyone else succeeds. And this is what I, what I coach now, what I teach in coaching schools and business schools and universities around the world now on we are better when we are together. Mm. And Ubuntu coaching is about that. And I've written a few things that have been published now talking about Ubuntu coaching. And most importantly, you will see it in a book that's coming out next year that I'm writing on Ubuntu intelligence, which is a thing. Mm. Ubuntu, which is Ubuntu intelligence, understanding that this smart human coexistence is in us seeing ourselves in others that we're interacting with. And we fail to do that. And coaching needs to come to the party because it's one profession that helps leaders, people see each other. Because it's an empathic, empathetic, compassionate profession by its very nature. It helps leaders uh, come from their come down from the head to the to their heart and to their gut and then mm-hmm. to their way of being in that Ubuntu coaching and Ubuntu intelligence as as tools in coaching as new uh, instruments in coaching help us get to that and we need very very fast to recognize that we are nothing alone we are everything mm-hmm. together. Mm, powerful words and I, I, what I like about um, the book is that it brings an African context to the discipline of coaching and I think that's yes. sorely lacking um, in, in yes. business schools and wherever there's, there's a need to contextualize the, uh, the African roots of what development yeah. means in, in South Africa so I'm, to, I'm ex- before you continue to your next question in, on that note I want to just to leverage on, on this one there's a book that was published last year 2019 called uh, Transformational Coaching to Lead Culturally Diverse Teams. Mm-hmm. It's edited by Dr. Sunny Stout Rostron, mm-hmm. one of the leading coaches globally. And she's a very good and an, an incredible coach, leader, pioneer in the field of coaching. And I, I wrote a chapter there mm-hmm. in that book about Ubuntu, Ubuntu coaching. And the chapter is called The Case for Ubuntu Coaching working with an African coaching meta-model that strengthens human connection in a fast-changing VUCA world, the VUCA mm. world, which is the, the volatile, uncertain, mm. uh, complex, and agile, not ambiguous alone, agile also mm. fits into that. So looking at 
coach, Ubuntu coaching as, as a powerful instrument to handle, uh, to give us levers to navigate. And navi- and it's literally really a campus for, a compass for navigating a fast-changing transformative world now with COVID-19 even, even more mm. so. So just to throw that in there. Sorry, yeah, you were going to ask a question? No, no, I was, I was, I was, I was merely going to speak about um, Ubuntu as a central theme from which development and the reference of development can take place. And I'm just excited about this book you're bringing yeah. out. Um, and thank you, for, thank you for the reference also to the, the chapter in the other book, Sunny Start Rostron. Um, I'll, I'll definitely take a look. So, yeah. Coach, Coach Dumi, if you think about your career in coaching, what would you say kept you, has kept you in the discipline for so long? For me, it's understanding that uh, history is a lie. Mm-hmm. History is a lie because it's a matter of who wrote it. Mm-hmm. We, we do not understand each other as humanity globally now because someone, someone, people that have had a pen in their hand and writing and documenting history have put it in a way that uh, promotes a certain narrative mm-hmm. towards certain ends. And this is part of what is part of my, my PhD thesis on strategic difference. Mm-hmm. And this is why in African uh, folklore, we have this uh, proverb, African proverb that says, until the animals have their own storytellers, the story of the hunt will always glorify the hunter. Mm-hmm. What that means is that whoever writes the history always puts a slant to show them in a good light Mm-hmm. And we have to do things a little differently. Mm-hmm. And I want uh, our listeners and um, to to make of that what they will from your question as a response to your question on that. Unless you want me to elaborate, I can say more on that. Please do. I'm very curious. For me, coaching is a contextual discipline, yes. profession, field of mm-hmm. human behavior. Mm-hmm. And we have an understanding that certain types of people need coaching. And mm. it, it's, it's packed up in the old narrative of who, what is coaching itself? What does it do? Mm. And I want to say that for me, what has kept me in coaching is the need to support everyone to become the best they can be. Mm. Okay. And to be the best you can be. There, there is need for non-judgment mm. and for you to, to have a, 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 let's call it a, a fair shake mm. in the opportunities that are offered, that are available. And the world as it is now, especially in our own country, in South Africa, in, 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 colo- in the colonial world, post-colonial world, mm. we, we have a massive challenge of not understanding the other, but of working only from the packaged narrative from wrong history in mm. that. And we don't understand other people. Just look, just look at the issue of language. I would mm. very much prefer to be speaking to you now in Isuzu, excuse my language. We're not. And I'm not sure how, which African language is you speak yourself in that. And that is from that old narrative of, we, we learn something when we find value in it. And this is why we, do not learn all the other languages where we live, where we exist of those that are in the majority because we don't see or find value in it. And this is hard hitting, I know, but we've got to look at it for what it is. We need to find each other where we are, 
And this is why one of the, the, the saddest things in, 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 in being in this profession for me is who gets to be coached and who gets to access coaching. That's why in, in, in a few years ago, I co-founded uh, a, a foundation called the Ubuntu Coaching Foundation with the, the coaching center, which is one of the leading coaching schools in, well, in, on the continent in Africa, here in South Africa, the coaching center mm-hmm. or the Integral uh, Africa Institute. And with Dr. Petty Pambalis, an, an, an incredible, amazing leading uh, coach globally, really, she's amazing. And working on how to give access to people that cannot afford it. Mm-hmm. And we do that. And in the school, we produce some of the leading coaches in the, in the country now that come through the, the, the coaching center. And the foundation is part of that school and part of that business. And that is to make sure that people that cannot afford it, cannot access it, at least have some access to coaching. So we coach mm-hmm. in NPOs, nonprofit organizations, in civil society, in, in, in community organizations, in townships, so, and then we also sponsor and, and train co- people that cannot afford coaching fees in, in coaching schools. We, we have scholarships that aim to do that. So we don't just preach it, this Ubuntu coaching thing. We actually do it in, mm. in, in actual actions in doing that. So for me, what has kept me in coaching, to come back to your question in a, in a round, roundabout way, is the recognition that coaching remains elitist globally. Okay. And that, is, that spurs me on to say, we can do more where we are. And I don't have to, to be preaching to anyone to do it. I have mm. to step up and do it myself where I am with the, the time I have and create the time, create the space for me to do that. You'll find that right now about uh, 20 to 30% of my coaching is pro bono coaching, which is coaching, which is uh, pro bono is not free, by the way. Pro bono literally means for for good or for the greater good. Mm-hmm. So I coach good and I don't charge, I would charge a nominal fee really mm-hmm. to have people commit to that in order to do that. So what's kept me in coaching, what drives me to grow more in coaching and grow other coaches and develop coaches is where, what I see coaching remaining as, as an elitist profession or discipline. And also on the other side of it to be, is that I see the value that coaching can contribute to a better world. And that keeps me uh, active in this profession. And I seek to learn more. Right now, coaching, the, the next frontier for coaching is team coaching, which is team literacy. And mm-hmm. I'm currently working with WBAX, which is a, a major company that does coaching mm-hmm. globally, to grow the profession and to say, we can do more. And, and they had, they, they've set up now a new outfit called Global Team Coaching Institute, GTCI. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm part of that faculty training coaches to become team li- literate, to, mm-hmm. to, to work with teams in any context, in any environment. And that's the next one. And, and you will recognize that team coaching, the way it's done, it's actually tapping into the whole Ubuntu frame. But it says you are not you are not much on your own. You need to be with your team, take your team with for you to succeed. So we're coming back home to Ubuntu. And that's why I do what I do.
No, yes, that's really powerful. So democratizing coaching in a sense that it's not elitist, that it's open for, for many yeah. more people. There's, I, we, I wish we had an hour because now I'm so curious about this foundation, but I, I'm sure listeners will be able to connect with you on that. But um, it's amazing sure. work. It's the first time I've heard this from, from an academic um, yeah. and, and a person, a, a person of yeah. your regard. So it's, it's amazing work, I think, and I'll probably link with you about that. Sure. Um, yeah. But I want to ask you, in working with, with new coaches, what, is, what, is, what advice would you have for coaches just starting out in the profession? What words of wisdom would you say could you have? Yeah. for? Great question. Piece of advice I would give new coaches or anyone coming into the profession or interested in the profession is that uh, do not allow yourself to be limited by the models and frameworks of coaching that you're exposed to. Use yourself. You are the greatest instrument for making an impact or making a change that you can ever have. So tap into your inner wisdom, inner knowing, and allow the the frameworks, tools, models that you're exposed to, to to just be how do you call it? Windows to open to see the world differently, but open to to help you open up to the greatness that's already within you. Mm, mm, Most mm. of the work that we see, the, what's been written out or about about coaching, a lot of it is a head thing, which is a really co- coaching is not just a cognitive exercise. Coaching is a is it's a transformational, transformative way of being that you transform as a person in how you are and how you show up, mm. and you learn to embrace the multiplicity of the realities that we exist in, that we are not singular we are not only one way we are massive human beings and we don't see that the greatest and and to be i'll say this as a new coach as a, a someone interested in coaching you've got to understand that you're stepping into a, a sacred space where you will be holding space for someone to do their developmental work how important is that how sacred is that that's why I call it, uh, coaching is a sacred profession in the true sense of it. So understand that you are getting into space of sacredness of the greatest kind where someone is coming to you in a confidential space, in a space of non-judgment, where they will open themselves up, open their chest up mm. for you to see them as mm. they are and then ask questions to support them, to find answers to the mysteries of their personal development that they would not share with anybody else. I mean, how sacred is that? So you've got to take yourself seriously if you want to be part of this profession and understand that you are in service of the other, not of yourself. Mm. Coaching is not about you, the coach. Coaching is about the client. Always has, always will be. And if you're Mm. thinking only about yourself as a coach, you're in the wrong profession. Hmm. true words true words last question um, coach Dumi there's a lot of focus in the coaching profession about finding your niche um, so new coaches starting out yeah. how would you say how do they how do they find their niches how, is there a model yeah. or a process yeah. just give us some of your wisdom on that please yeah, that's, a, that's a beautiful question Dumi for me it, it, you are your niche who you are is your biggest niche because we are all unique we have unique gifts 
That's mm. why we are all here together. Hence the whole issue of diversity and inclusion in that the whole the rainbow is multiple colors. If it's one color, it won't be as beautiful. Mm. So for me, we are better off tapping into each other's strengths and gifts. But we can't do that if we want to be the same. Mm. And we, we cannot be the same. We, we are not the same. You have five fingers in one hand at different lengths and different sizes. Mm. And they, they make the hand a, a beautiful instrument you can use to work with and do that. So there are almost 8 billion of us in the world today. We are all different. Mm. So don't you were created as, as a unique with your gifts. Don't die copy, as they say. Mm-hmm. Make sure you bring your magic to this dance floor of life on earth and be brilliant as you are. But then most importantly, as a coach, create space for others to also dance. And don't take over the dance floor and make it your own, hence the elitism of coaching. Mm. And allow others to be themselves in that. That's why coaching is what it is, a magical, sacred profession that allows people to showcase and express their natural talents and gifts. So be that yourself, Allow model that yourself, express your gifts and your talents. Hence, in, so for some of us, coaching allowed us to showcase and express ourselves as, as amazingly brilliant individuals as we can. But our, our brilliance comes into full expression and value in interaction with others and in service of the greater good, not in service of the individual. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Dumi, for, for, for everything that you, you shared with us. Appreciate your time. And, and once again, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be. Thank you for having me. And thank you to our listeners. Okay, Coach Dumi. Go well.